0: Hey guys, welcome to the number 225 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. In today's episode, we are going to recap uh, this kind of second part of the uh, of the road trip, of the four-game road trip, where they lost at Milwaukee and la- lost at Oklahoma City before, before previewing their matchup tonight against the new orleans pelicans this one should be a good one so sit back relax and enjoy the show and let's get into this hey guys welcome to another episode of Wiz talk with chase i am chase Cobra. <laughs> So let's recap this uh, Wizards box game real quick before we do. I tr- I would just like to say um, I did break my wrist and it is hard to do all these uh, prep- uh, preparations. So expect there to be less frequent episode over these next two weeks. But we will still get some Wizards coverage for you. But that's you guys didn't come here to listen to me talking about my broken wrist. You came here to listen to me talk about basketball. So let's talk about basketball. You watched it in Wizards and the Milwaukee Bucks. It was in... Interesting game, to say the least. Um, they lost, as you could probably expect by my uh, monotone voice. Um, Giannis had 55. He had 55 points? He had 55 points. 55. 55. 55! I mean, at first, like, throughout the game, it was just like, okay, Giannis, okay, you know, he's having a good game. And now he's having a great game. Okay, now he's having a really great game. All right, now he's getting to like one of the best in the league kind of games. All right, now he's having career best game. Like, I don't understand why the Wizards. I understand letting superstars do good things. They're superstars. There's a reason why they are superstars. Why they're won MVPs. Why they've won championships. But why do the Wizards do this with these superstars? They just make them go to even a higher caliber. The Wizards had no defense whatsoever for Giannis. It was like Giannis just got the ball, and it was like a football player dribbling a basketball. The Wizards had no defense. He could just run right through and dunk the ball, and it was the same thing every single time. He made 20 baskets out of 33 attempts. He made 15 of his 16 free throws, allowing Giannis to get to the line that much is unacceptable since he's uh, stepped up his free throw shooting over these past few years. And it's just like it's embarrassing to watch Your team allow all these great players to score over and over and over again. And the Wizards actually didn't play a bad game offensively. Uh, Kuzma and Porzingis did their part. They each had two very good games. Gafford had 11-12 with a double-double, what Daniel Gafford usually does. And then you saw 12 points from Denny Avdia, Corey Kispert, and Rui Hachimura. Right? Impressive. But on the other end, the Wizards just could not guard the paint. Bobby Portis had 17 and 13 with a double double. And then Brooke Lopez had a 21.12 rebound, six block double double, while shooting ten of thirteen for the field. Look, it's even though the Bucks shot 27% from three, the Wizards didn't do that much better. They shot 29% from three. And when your biggest strength in a win in a winning streak has been something that you lost in, a, in against one of the best teams, like the Wizards' biggest strength has been points in the paint. When you get when you are outplayed in a category, why you're winning? Uh, in the category of the reason why you're winning against a team like um, Milwaukee, you're not gonna win a basketball game. It's it's really that simple. So you know the Wizards. You know not a not terrible game. Besides the fact they allowed Giannis to drop fifty five points. Um, not terrible, but you know they'll respond against Oklahoma City, right? I predicted them to. This is the part that frustrates me about being a Washington Wizards fan. This is the part. This is the part. The entire starting lineup on the Oklahoma City Thunder had double-digit points. I do not know why, but Shane Gilgis Alexander plays like he is prime Michael Jordan. Every single time that he touches a basketball against the Washington Wizards, he had 30 points in this matchup. Jalen Williams at 18, sort of Lou George, Josh Katie at 20, Mike Muscala had double digit points, everybody. And then you had three, eight point per game scores, Trey Mann, Kenneth Williams, Isaiah Joe off the bench. It also comes down to the fact that if you shoot 29% from three, this is not the 1980s guys, this is the 2020s. If, if, if you shoot 29% from three in back-to-back games, don't expect to win either of those games. Because eventually, I feel bad for Dato Gafford. He's just such a good player that either isn't used a lot or is on a losing team. Because he put up 15-9. Porzingis put up 14-10. and Kuzma, even though he had six turnovers, he needed to do everything on the court. He had 23-5-7. Yet the offense allowed, at the time, a 16-win Oklahoma City Thunder team to score 127 points. The Wizards got to do something better. They need to. Because in this game, it doesn't matter what their offense did. That means Bubkiss. It matters what their defense did. In another game, this time, though, when you're not going against good players in the paint, that you lost in the strategy that has won you basketball game, eventually it's going to come down to this. If the Wizards are shooting terrible from three, which is going to be tough because now they're going against to a to New Orleans team that is one of the best three-point shooting defenses in the NBA. You're get, if you if you don't shoot well from 3 and you don't win the points of the paint battle, forget what the defense does, you're going to lose the game right there. And then combine the fact that you're at, that you're allowing the teams to score more than 120 points every game, it's unacceptable. And now Beelzer and now Beal's hurt because he got injured in that Milwaukee game, 13 minutes into the game, and he's out for a few weeks. Everything currently, as a Washington Wizards fan, is a disaster of gargantuan proportions, and things need to change, and they need to change now. And there is time to change. The Wizards have the easiest remaining schedule in the NBA. So if, if they are, if they do want to sneak in and maybe make it to the second round this year, which will get them less than a mediocre draft pick um, and not win them a ring, then... Sure, they could do that with the schedule that they have, and they can start to pick it up against weaker opponents. Now, they're going against a really tough um, New Orleans team. They're one of the best teams in the league this season. However, with Zion and Brandon Ingram out, this should be a game that the Wizards can win. Beal is out. Johnny Davis is out. Todd Gibson is returning from injury. But again, with Zion and Ingram out, Larry Nance is probable. That's the injury report. The Wizards should be able to win this game the starting lineups. For the Wizards, it's simple. It's the same lineup. It's Monte Morris. Oh, by the way, had a good game in that Oklahoma City game. Monte Morris, Corey Kispert, Kyle Kuzma, Christoph Sporzingis, and Daniel Gaffer in the starting lineup. As for New Orleans, I think they are going to play this with CJ McCollum at the 1, Jose Alvarado at the 2, Herb Jones at the 3, if Larry Nance Jr. does end up playing like he is supposed to, have him at the 4, and Jonas Valanciunas at the 5. My prediction, I have the Wizards coming out with an 113-111 to victory, starting off with my Coburns catch. I think the Wizards will win because of their ability to dominate in the paint. The Wizards' two-big lineup has been great, and especially with Zion Williamson out, the Pelicans don't have the post-defense to be able to guard that paint offense. Again, if they're able to play good, well in the paint, they should be able to win the basketball game. Not to mention that the Pelicans are missing their two of their best scorers with Zion and B.I. out. Um, even though you have C.J. McCollum, it's still going to be tough to keep up offensively, Give me the Wizards in a close game. A surprising statement. I'm not sure if it's surprising. It wouldn't be surprising if you're a Wizards fan. I think C.J. McCollum will have over 30 points in this game. Well, I mean, what else is new? The Wizards can't guard uh, scoring guards. Uh, McCollum is averaging over 20 points per game this season. He's already had a few games with over 30. He's had some great games. He had 28 the other night. Um, He's a very talented scorer. And we've seen, as I said, that the Wizards are terrible Against great scoring guards. So we'll call with We'll get all the shot opportunities with B.I. and Zion out. Have an amazing game. Despite the loss. Spread time. Wizards are one and a half point favorites. I'd pick the Wizards winning by two and I would pick the under on two twenty-eight and a half. Uh, I would also have the Wizards' one and a half point favorites, and I'd have two twenty-five as my over-under. And I would pick the under. i have two hundred twenty-four points in my matchup. Fantasy outlook, I have CJ McCollum getting fifty-five to sixty-five fantasy points. I have Christoph Porzingis getting fifty to sixty fantasy points. I have Kyle Kuzma getting forty to forty-five fantasy points. And I think Daniel Gaffer will get thirty to thirty-five points. Fantasy points. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I think ESPN giving the Wizards a fifty-six point six percent chance of winning makes a ton of sense. The Wizards have been overall a pretty good team since around Christmas, and the Pelicans, who despite being a great team this year, are without probably their two best players in Zion and Brandon Ingram, as I mentioned, which will limit their team, especially offensively. I give this percentage a period. And last but not least, who you got? I think Kristaps Porzingis is going to have a great game. Porzingis is quietly having arguably the best season of his career, and with the Pelicans dealing with injuries, the Wizards will dominate the paint, and all of that starts with Christoph Porzingis, who have over 25 points while being arguably the best defensive player on the floor as he leads the Wizards to their sixth victory. In eight games, He'll finish the game with 27 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and 4 blocks while shooting 11 of 19, a.k.a. 57.8% from the field, 3 of 4, 75% from downtown, and make both of his, sink both of his free throws. He will have 3 turnovers, that's what happened in the main score with the Washington Wizards, but he will lead them to victory as they get back on track without Bradley Beale. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, view. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the college football national championship. I'm going to be flipping between that and this Wizards game. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.